today we're going to do a quick review of uh, review and commentary of Farrakhan that a nation can rise no higher than this woman. We're going to listen to some of it, pause it, and then give some thoughts on it, some commentary on it. Here we go. You have carried us, not only in your wombs, but you have carried us on your backs for over 400 years. And now God has come to relieve you of that burden and make a man for you that you will be proud to honor and respect. Okay, so at that point right there, um, I am of the similar mindset to him right there because I do believe that there that there is the woman for the certain type of man. But this would have to be God's man. But not everybody not every man is God's man. The people have to remember that. You know, they say there's a person for every person. That's not necessarily true. But for the for the man that God has, I do believe he can assign him a woman. But once again, we're talking about that's God's man and that's God's woman, not just a man and a woman. And his woman would definitely um, add a value to him kind of like Farrakhan is saying, um, carried on the back. I think more behind the scenes doing things to make Batman better. I, I think an extra pair of ears, an extra pair of eyes for that man to be where, where maybe she can't see some things, but he can. That type of thing. Let's go, let's go on. Your suffering is great. As black women, your suffering is inordinate, and the only way you could make it is if God walked with you. If there is no God, then the weight of what you carry would destroy you. You the black woman have had to bear the burden of being torn away from our native land and people. Okay, so here he goes into, of course, we're talking about Africa or and slavery. And he's taking it back to there. I'm gonna fast forward it some to where he gets into some other things here. Hold on. More than you know, the secret of God himself is He said God's first act of creation after creating himself was to create a woman 
to console and comfort him. Wait a minute now. <laughs> now, right there, what I remember, at least the King James Version of the Bible saying, was that after man had did what God assigned him to do, he made that woman for that man. He made Eve for Adam. So I I would like to put in here this was after um at least according to what I read what I've read it was after man had I think he had gave him an assignment to name all the beasts of the field and it was after he did that that he was made a woman um for him uh, a woman was made for him which I always take that into the modern day age and saying if you're not if you're not doing what's assigned to you then you really don't need a woman you probably want to focus on doing what's assigned to you the type of man that appeals to you well certainly being physical, you look for something physically attractive. Probably mistake number one. Okay, so right here we're talking about um, how how a lot of women choose a man. Um, one of the one of the things that Farrakhan is saying, and I agree with, is he's saying that that there's there has to be a appealing part of the package, right? They have to look a certain way where they where they are attracted to that man because they're not going to choose every man. Now, some people have made an argument that this stems back from a biological function to all the way back to where I want a nice-looking man because this is the man I'm going to have a family with. And this is the man, the father, the kids. And I want I want my kids to be appealing on a looks. So I would naturally pick a man who I like the way he looks. Uh, also for my, um, for, also it's been made a point that for the woman's, um, for a woman to be attractive, then by default he has to look attractive. That makes sense, so I, I can't argue against what Farrakhan is saying right there. No argument there. Let's go. You hear they clapping at so I can Child, he sure is fly. Now, right there, you can tell it's a little bit dated because he said, child, he show is fly. Of course, modern day language is fine. I think fly was a saying in some part of the 80s. I think it was. So I would think that this message is from, uh, from the 80s. So, but anyway, it's the same thing as saying, child, he show is fine. Okay? 
So just in case anybody listening, not really sure what fly is, it's the same thing as fly in this context. Well, all right, that's the beginning. When he is attractive to you, what is it that you feel inside for him? First of all, first of all, God created you as a consolation for somebody who is a worker and a producer. Now, wait. Okay. So right there, I have to, I don't know about the word consolation, but we'll put that aside. The focus on the main point, he will be created you for someone who is a worker and a producer. I 100% agree with that. 100% believe that. To the point where I'm always confused when people who are not workers and producers get whole relationships going with with ladies so because i've always been of the mindset that you were created to be paired up with a working producer because even if we go back to the bible when um when it when when the penalty was cast it was said that adam would have to plow the field so automatically he would have to work everybody at him and everybody after that so by default, man should be a worker and producer. And if he's not, then how is he going to be a provider? Thus, why would you pair with him? So I have to agree with him on that. Um, it, should, it just makes sense. Now, you don't have the spirit to console somebody that's doing nothing. There you go. He said the same thing I just said. If you're doing nothing, what is there to back? Why, why are you there? Why are you there supporting someone that's doing literally nothing? Like, why is he getting the privilege of you if you are God's person? It, it, would, it just would make no sense at that point. It just would make no sense. So um, I'm with him on that. Am I right? Apparently, all the ladies in the audience are just I don't care how handsome brother may be. After a while, good looks look ugly if the man is not producing. Now, I'm going to give you guys. Is that right? All the women are jumping up and down. This, I have seen in my life. I have seen. Now, wait. Women go past that point where the good looks. Do take them um, past the point to where to where they overlook the fact that the guy's not producing. It's something I barely understand, but I have seen it happen. Um, I think I guess eventually it ends, but eventually it could be like years and years and years down the line. Um, way too long. So let's let's let it go on. Here we go. <laughs> created you to help the man do God's will. That's why you are called in the Bible a help 
meat. No, it ain't say mate. It said meat. Not M-E-A-T. M-E-E-T. Help me what? God laid on man in his nature the responsibility to do what? God gave man power, dominion over the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and every creeping thing that crawls. God told man, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. And he put woman there to help the man to meet what God had put on man to do. Well, if the man ain't doing nothing, then how can you help a man do nothing? Okay, so just like I said earlier, if a man is not doing nothing, it makes no sense. Just like he said, if you're if it's supposed to be help me, what are you helping me if he's not doing anything? It just makes no sense at that point. So in in the context, in the in the natural scheme of things, man is supposed to be a producer, provider. Went over that the natural scheme of things when man goes to get a woman he has to have something he's already doing that she needs that she can assist that she can help with um as i pointed out earlier in in um as i said earlier i i, I think it's almost like having an extra pair of ears an extra pair of eyes there's going to be some things that you miss going to be some things that you can't see if you have your woman not just a woman because i don't believe every woman is keyed into doing this i don't believe every woman is on frequency to do this but if you have your woman that god would have you to have then she should be keyed in to be your extra pair of ears extra pair of eyes so you can move forward and accomplish what you need to accomplish in, in this world it's just in general in in this world your charge, your thing, what you have to do. She can assist that, but not just, I don't believe every woman can fill this position. It's like, I don't believe every man is a producer and a provider. You see it. You see not everyone. That's why it's, that's why people, both genders, need to pick very, very careful. So when you meet a man, he's handsome, he's good looking, he's beautiful, he has a good rap, then you ask him, what you doing? I ain't doing nothing. Exactly. So he should be disqualified off the top right there. Like, no further. As the song say, look no further. Um, <laughs> you can end it right there. Like, he, he sh as soon as he say, well, I ain't doing nothing, cut him off. No more conversation. Walk the other way. As I told somebody one day, run the other way. They didn't listen, but they asked what happened. Where you going? I ain't going no place. Well, what do you want to be bothered with somebody who's going nowhere doing nothing? That's not who you are. And that's why most of you are un- happy women 
And that's why you get married and divorced so quickly. It's because something is missing in the marriage and you don't quite understand what it is. But it's not. Okay. So I'm going to say this, then wrap this whole thing up. We're about 15, 16 minutes in. Um, to that point right there, I always thought that that was a very, very crucial thing. The unhappiness. A lot of times, as a lot of times, women at a certain point know what type of man they want. Now, in all honesty, what I've seen throughout the years is most men will say whatever they need to say to get in whatever position they need to get in for what they want. So if this guy has said, if the, if the lady says, I want somebody who's a sugar cane farmer, the guy would either say, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm becoming a sugar cane farmer. I want to be a sugar cane farmer. I have interest in being a sugar cane farmer. Just something that'll get them in there on those bases. Now, what eventually happens is that if she chooses him too fast without seeing the actions of a sugar cane farmer, if she gets too wrapped up in the feelings and, and, and all the things that go with it, then she pays, doesn't pay too much attention to the fact that he's not moving like a sugar cane farmer would move. Or if she goes in too, too fast, which honestly, in re, in in real life, as one of my professors used to say, in in real life, um, the man does if he wants it bad enough, he normally tries to set up that situation where he gets her to commit emotionally fast. So he can slow roll out the thing that he said he wanted to be or wanted to do, which made which made her check that off on the list. She moved in emotionally. He pushed it out there, um, something that he really didn't have the interest that he said, but he knew that would make him attractive to her. So he positioned himself in that way. That's always been the reality that I've seen for years as I've studied people. Um, also, with with that, then once they're tied in, whether it be marriage, whether it be kids, whether it be just a long-term relationship of, of families, knowing them as a couple, all these things, there begins to be unhappiness in the, in the lady because she realized what she checked off on her list it has not been it. She realized she kind of got hoodwinked and bamboozled, let her straight run them up. Um, at that point, gun happiness sets in, and it just becomes a day-to-day -day thing of trying to deal with unhappiness. Whereas, from his side, he might not be unhappy because he got who he wanted. Now, eventually, she could change and become so unhappy that now she's changed into the attitude of what he don't want. And now there's conflict within the whole circle. The, the, the marriage circle is not moving well. The relationship circle is not moving well because it's broken. 
because it was entered into under false pretenses, but she signed the contract with us because of the emotions. Now, I've been told that I'll try to, um, that I've, I've tried to almost make relationships almost like a contract thing where you sit down to a table and you say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Hey, this is what I'm willing to provide. This is not what I'm willing to provide. And to that, I plead guilty and say, well, why not? Because the other way, it hasn't been working for a lot of people where they haven't sat down and just had the conversation to see if they can have the honest conversation. If you can't have the honest time conversation, leave the table. Um, so I'm going to end it right there. This has been my review on um, some of Farrakhan's A Nation Can Rise No Higher Than This Woman. You guys enjoy your day. Hope you've enjoyed this. Have a great one. Goodbye.